0: Welcome back to another episode of Pilot Boys. My name is Caesar. Today I have a returning guest, a fan favorite.
1: <laughs> What's up, everybody? <laughs> it's Cobb Shabron.
0: It's Mr. Chabadon on the in, mic. In the house. You know what it is.
1: I'm on my couch.
0: Today we are doing the new Amazon TV show, The First Animated slash rotoscope. I believe
1: so, yeah. Uh, it was yeah.
0: created by Raphael Bob Watsberg and yep. Kate Purdy. Yes. Watsburg is the guy behind BoJack.
1: Yeah. yeah. Did you say the name of the show yet?
0: I said done right? Oh, Didn't I don't I? know. We're, so undone. Today we're, doing undone. we're talking about undone yes what did you think about it like did you before uh, before i asked did you did you have any uh experience with bojack or anything like that
1: oh yeah yeah i've watched uh, i've watched everything except the new season that just went up a couple of weeks ago uh, i'll probably get to it eventually but i'm a big fan of bojack didn't watch Tuca and Birdie, unfortunately, and then I felt like a lop for not watching it because then it got canceled, and I felt bad. Ah, um, it was great, by the way. Yeah, no, I know, I know you're a fan. I know you did an episode on yeah. it too. So, but yeah, generally, I'm a big fan of uh, Raphael's work. Uh, I'm not too familiar with yeah. with Birdie. I looked yeah, at her I IMDb. I think I saw some some f- familiar stuff, but okay. it wasn't there wasn't anything that stuck out. So, what'd you think of the first episode? I, I loved it. Yeah. I I really really that, liked right? it. Yeah, I finished it probably a couple of weeks ago. Thank
0: you. So what did you think of the first episode?
1: First episode was really good. It was really really good. I watched it a while ago. I watched it again today. Okay. But um it's it's a little hard for me to, to kind of retrace like what my initial, initial feelings were as as far as that goes. Mm-hmm. But I was probably
0: really drawn into it. Uh for both the look and the subject matter. Okay. So, well, you you came to me and were like, oh, you got to watch this. Yeah. And I was just like, okay. I had no idea it was uh, the dude behind BoJack.
1: I don't think I did either when I went in. Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah.
0: Which, I mean, if you hadn't told me and I'd watched it, I think I could have kind of maybe seen the similarities. But to me, what stood out was uh, it's reminded me of like Richard Linklater's stuff. Like yeah. Scanner Darkly. A Scanner Darkly and, Scanner a, Darkly and, a, and, an and a Waking, waking life. life. Yeah. Yeah. Which they were the first to kind of, not the first, but like yeah, the major ones to do right. the rotoscope thing.
1: Right. Also, but I mean, I think there
0: is some animation in this for sure.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Especially with some of the more um, dreamlike elements yeah. uh, later in the series. I, uh, there's a, There's a little bit of that in the first episode. But it but also
0: yeah. reminded me of it because it's very like wax poetic, you know, like. What do you mean? there's very like, you, talking about the you know hip-hop how like, Scanner Darkly is very like, let's philosophize at this oh, point. Oh yeah. You know what I mean?
1: Well, that's how Waking Lam- Waking Life is like, the, the whole thing is yeah. like that. Like, it's just one big.
0: And he's, he's really good at that. Linklater is good at writing that dialogue. Yeah. But this for me, I don't know. I think it was kind of like all the intersections of like, there was a lot of Latinos in it. Yeah. There was uh, a lot of like kind of, you know, like thinking about life monotony kind of shit. Sure. So that all worked for me. And then there's also that kind of, I don't know if it's like a, it's a mystery, psychological thing going on. With there's
1: like, that, yeah.
0: He like materializes out of thin air kind of shit. Right,
1: right. Well, to, not to spoil the whole thing, but there's like time travel elements to it too as okay. well. So.
0: But yeah, so those, all of that. Was working for me. Yeah. In terms of like wh- just watching the first time. Yeah. So I guess we'll go into a recap of the first episode. It's pretty simple. It's just. Yeah. So Alma wakes yeah. up. Yeah. And she thinks about how like life is pointless. Yeah. And then she meets up with her sister. Right. Who just got engaged. Yes. I don't they remember c- the sister's name. I don't remember any. Yeah. They celebrate. She comes back to her boyfriend. They have a talk about marriage. Yeah. And then she goes to a dinner a rehearsal dinner for her sister. Yeah,
1: that's when she draws the mustache on her face. Yeah,
0: and then they yeah. have a big argument. She r- runs away and she gets yeah. in a car crash. Right. That's kind of the first episode. Yeah. Oh, the me explaining it in that way doesn't right. really kind of grasp. You missed what the show's w- about.
1: one aspect of it, and that is the uh her and the sister uh they go out for drinks and oh, that's right. uh They end up hanging out with the bartender and then the sister sleeps Sleeps with with them. Yeah. 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 So. And uh, you could say Alma kind of like propagates the the whole situation.
0: Yeah. She's very much about. I feel like she's. She wants to be. And maybe this is like me psychoanalyzing her. But I feel like she wants to live like kind of a. Not hedonistic. But like. She doesn't want to be weighed down by anything. Yeah. And in that way, she wants to. She wants her sister, everyone around her, to be the same way. Yeah. Um,
1: she doesn't want anybody to be tied to anything.
0: Yeah, which is like an.
1: She tries to. I mean, she does the same thing with her boyfriend too. With yes. Sam, she says she's is like basically like, if you don't want this, then, or if you don't want me like how I am, then we should just end it right now. Or yeah, which along is those which lines.
0: is kind of the idea of like fear of the future, like fear of setting down, settling right. down, kind of shit. Right. What did, she, you, what did she, you think about like that, the way they handled that?
1: I thought it was great. I thought it made the characters that much more realistic in that sense.
0: Did it seem like angst to you? Uh
1: yeah. It did. It did. But a genuine angst, you know? Mm-hmm. She definitely felt like she was coming from there's this one part with her sister after they're they're in church, the the sister after she slept with the bartender and they have this like argument in the parking lot and basically it's like, she says, stop trying to make me broken. And yeah. Then she's like, we're broken people though. Yeah, yeah. And then the sister's like, no, you're, you just want everybody to be broken with you or something yeah. along those lines. Or well, something.
0: okay. So I. That wasn't a very good way to paraphrase it. Yeah. I have right. a lot of topics and I think it's hard to not talk about kind of all of them at the same time. Sure. Especially Um, her fear of kind of settling down kind of comes from, you know, her mental health, which is like she's depressed or she's kind of like disillusioned with life.
1: Yeah. Unresolved issues with her father. Yeah. And there's
0: also kind of like a generational kind of trauma where she mentions her grandma had schizophrenia or some kind of mental illness. And then I think that she, in her head, and what the show is kind of really about, is the idea that, like, we're broken and we can't... I, I think she, Alma thinks that she can't continue her kind of, like, bloodline or who she is because sure. she'll just transfer the brokenness yeah. to the next person.
1: Essentially, we're carbon copies of our parents' mistakes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Which is not, like, a new theme, but... No. It is interesting to see it explored in kind of, like, a younger, you know, like a thirties well, kinda of I think
1: I probably. I mean and maybe I'm projecting a little bit here, but I imagine that every generation has to kinda of come to that type of realization. Yeah. You know, am I gonna am I am I doomed to repeat the same mistakes that like the my, sins of our fathers. Culture. Yeah, exactly. Or am I gonna like, you know, go out and do my own thing, you know, yeah. essentially. So
0: well I think that's that's where it's like it's trauma that her Past generations never dealt with in like very meaningfully, right? But I also think it's interesting that they put the two characters together. I I, I like that contrast. The sisters. What did I say?
1: No, no, no. You said the two characters. Oh, okay. I just want to make the sure the two sisters. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, I like that they put them together to like contrast each other because right. there is a lot. There is saying a lot about how people who experience the same thing can have two different like outlooks or outcomes, right? Like they both are. They both experience trauma. Yeah, Alma obviously kind of like internalized it. And yeah, like that's—I don't want to say that's her identity, but sure, that's her. That's very true to her. It's central. Versus, I think her sister. Yeah, she's more about like moving on and yeah. getting past the trauma.
1: Yeah, the the sister is kind of hell bent on finding happiness, where Alma wants to kind of you know live in you know. Yeah, but I also think that... Live in her broke-down palace, essentially.
0: I think that Alma hates her sister because she's everything oh, yeah. that she hated, like, in the opening monologue.
1: She kind of hates the status quo. I mean, she hates everything her mother's about, you know. Her mother's, like, trying to get her to go to church, you know. Yeah. She just kind of rejects everything as far as that goes. Yeah, so She hates her job, you know. It, yeah. It's typical, like you said, kind of angsty behavior. Yeah, but it is Sort that of quarter-life like, crisis, you know.
0: I don't know, like, I, there was moments where I was, like, I was confused where the show was going to go, because it, it oh, opened yeah. up as kind of, like, a, you know, like, doom and gloom, like, th- there's no point to anything kind sure. of shit, and then it became kind of, like, a heartfelt story about these two sisters. Yeah. So, uh, the reason why I say it, like, immediately reminded me of A Scanner Darkly yeah. is because that starts off very, like, you know, like... No. To me, it's kind of darkly feels like a philosopher bros wet dream. Sure. Because it's just like talking about yeah. philosophy. I thought this was gonna be that. But then it turned into like a more of a story about family yeah. and how that kind of manifests. But that there being is said, that. The, the like the trauma that they experienced and like that how that's experienced through their mental health or whatever. But right. I do wanna say that I think that the like wax poetic stuff, like uh-huh. the Plato's allegory stuff and then kind of like her in the supermarket talking about how there's no really, there's really no difference between, you know, these products. She she's yeah. just sees no, no, no reason for it.
1: She's channeling the final scene in the Hurt Locker. I feel like yeah.
0: they handled it very well. We're like, it didn't feel too like they were trying to make a point out of this is the moment where we're philosophizing. Well, and it felt kind of like more. I don't know, like explaining what the character feels. But also, I guess it could be seen as exposition. Sure. She is essentially saying that she's depressed and tired of life. Yeah. But what did you think?
1: Well, I mean, there's definitely issues of depression, I think. Um, I think she's more trying to make her own personal sense of it, too, as well, you know? Mm. She's trying to find meaning, I think, if anything, you know? Maybe in the...
0: for her it's probably her dad it seems like right? perhaps yeah that I seems think, like the avenue for i her. think
1: that's that's definitely uh part of part of the where she's coming from yeah. you know
0: we should mention uh, that she before she crashes she sees this man materialize yeah and played by bob dad. Odenkirk. yeah yeah um which so i think sorry. is brilliant casting yeah
1: where is again i you know she's just trying to established meaning you know much kind of similar to like maybe how her sister is in a sense but doing it in a more sort of roundabout way yeah. you know versus her sister's trying to you know trick the more traditional route yeah uh, as far as that goes whereas Alma is much more on the the questioning side you yeah. know which maybe is informed by depression but maybe not too as well you know yeah. maybe it's just a more critical take in that sense
0: yeah, I see that. I mean, I but it
1: could be motivated by issues with depression too, as well.
0: Well, it's, I think it's hard to kind of see the other motivations because it's hard to separate depression from everything else for right. that character, at least. I think like it's it's it is just like deep sense of uncertainty or like not knowing who you are. Yeah, like she was. She had like almost like a crisis when she found out that her dad smoked. Right, which is like such an insignificant thing, but she's sure. just like, "Why didn't you tell me?" this? Yeah. and I think part of that is that she. I mean, I, I I brought this up with Karen when I was like thinking about the outline. Yeah, but it is a little bit about kind of knowing who you are through your family. Right, I don't know if that's fully there in the text, but she did. She is kind of looking to her past and her like, you know, people who came before her as part of, like, why she is the way she is. Yeah. Which is... I don't know if that's, like, the healthiest way to look at it. No. But, I mean, it. how much do you know about, like, how mental illness is transferred through genetics? Do you know that? I don't
1: know. But, I mean, it's something that I imagine that, like I said before, something that I feel like a lot of people consider, you know? Yeah. Or or they feel at least you know mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know the legitimacy of it but it's like you know to maybe a lesser extent maybe like you know anxiousness or paranoia yeah. you know which are tied to issues of mental health um like in my family i can say that there are definitely those issues you know and i don't know if those are transferred whether it be through fucking DNA or is it just like behavior learned yeah behavior learned you know uh I mean
0: it certainly is an idea that most people
1: I think the I think most people grapple with
0: you know but like I can't remember maybe I should look this up but I remember feeling like there was like this I don't know if the heirloom is the right way to, to put it in, but, like, there is kind of this inheritance of, like, sins of your father. Yeah. Like, I thought, because my dad was a drug addict, I uh-huh. would inherit that, too. Right. But I didn't. Right. And, you know, I don't know how much genetics has to do. I don't know how much, like, I don't know, fucking. Sure. Whatever. Yeah. Um, But I feel like she's very much inherited, not inherited, but internalized that idea of, like, you pass down whatever awfulness you have To the next generation. Yeah. Which, to me, seems like part of the reason that keeps her in depression. Yeah. Because she's very much internalized. And not to say that it's her fault or anything. She probably has no control over it. Right. She's trying to make sense of it. Yes. Yeah. But in a way where it's not... She's not entirely... I don't know. It seems like toxic behavior. So... I... I hear you on that. In the way that she's trying to, like, bring down her sister. Trying to bring down... Again, I'm not trying to pass judgment as, like... You know, like... Confusing what someone is... Or the way someone is is going through something. as As, like, they're bad people. Yeah. But it's... To me, it seems like that idea... I don't know. I don't know. I'm still trying to figure it out.
1: So... Let me just—I want to just bring up another point from your um, your uh, uh, from the show notes that you have, just what? to kind of bring it to relate it to the point, and uh, that's the geography of the the show setting. Okay, so it takes place in San Antonio, I yeah. believe, which I think is awesome. It it, yeah. it's, it feels like it goes to great lengths to kind of uh, showcase yeah. that that's it's where situated it's situated in, in yeah, Texas, yeah, which. I, I Wait, really like... Yet?
0: That's Texas, right? Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I really like... I mean, I like when any show does that, where sure. it's like the um, the show central identity, yeah. you know? Bosch is another good example of that, obviously, uh, as far as that. Another, so, another quality so, Amazon show. So you, you say. Should check it out. So you say. Yeah. But uh, I was struck by the point that you brought up, it, it being Texas, and, and you, in the show notes, said something about border state identities. Now, relating back to what you're talking about, right, or what we're talking about, rather, in terms of her trying to sort of make sense of her depression, I could see a place like Texas being on the border as sort of an in-between place, mm. maybe in the sense that it's like a metaphor, in that sense, it's it's having one foot in one place, one foot in another.
0: Yeah, because I think the show works does a lot of work to kind of make you be aware that there are a lot of Latinos. Yes, and that they have experienced some sort of like some some form of like uh, what is it called microaggression, where it's like like not necessarily sure overt bigotry but it is like
1: it's part of the reality that the characters
0: yeah so like they have they have an understanding that like they are they exist there is this duality to them right um they
1: also do that with indigenous cultures to a certain extent too as well in the show yeah okay yeah there's reference to it and it plays out more later on as the series goes on yeah i don't know if there's much in the first episode
0: though Okay. Maybe a little bit. So how do you see that relating to what what I was saying? Sorry, I cut you off.
1: No, no, no. That's okay. I mean the the comparison that I was making with what you were saying is the duality is it's kind of a struggle. It's a battle, mm-hmm. you know, to kind of understand both sides. Yeah. In a sense. And I kind of drew comparisons towards what you were saying, uh, and and please correct me if I'm if I'm not You know, getting what your point across as far as that goes. But it's like trying to make sense of it all, you know? Where I was saying, you know, the border identities, one foot is in one place, another foot is another, you know? Yeah. Uh, My my physical body is here, but my heart is here, or something along Mm, those lines, you know? I see that. Much like somebody who's struggling with these issues, whether it be depression or... You know death of a family member yeah. or what have you yeah uh, in that sense, okay um I see that, but, but all, to further you know they they do they do really push the the aspect of of Latino life in in a border town, but then the, I think there's it's a pretty diverse cast just in general. Yeah, but um, I feel
0: like the show does it in a way where it doesn't feel like forced. Yes, yeah, it feels no, it's very very natural. Yeah, like and like uh, there's no like I'm a Mexican. Like there's no there's no point where she's like I'm Mexican. Right. Her, she just talks about like a, a, a microaggression she experienced with yeah. her mother-in-law. Right. And then like the the bartender was Latino. Her mom is Latina. Yes. the
1: the boyfriend's Indian.
0: Yeah, so there's there's kind of yeah. like um, it's and then I don't want to di- say multicultural, but there is sure. kind of like it's diverse. Yeah. You say that? It's but diverse. in a way where like it doesn't feel right. Kind of like pandering. No,
1: I don't think the the boyfriend's Indian culture ever figures into the story yeah. whatsoever. Davy Diggs is in it also, too. Yeah. And again, you know, in a very minor role too as well, whereas Perhaps. But you know he
0: would be in this. He <laughs> does fucking shit like he's such a like artist kind of, yeah. guy, you know?
1: Yeah. Have you listened to his hip hop record yet? I have, yeah. Yeah. Clipping. Yeah. Is it good? It was pretty good. Yeah. It is weird though.
0: Yeah. It's fucking weird. Yeah. But it's good.
1: But hats off to that guy, right? Yeah. You I like David Diggs. Be in Hamilton, Hamilton and then make weird hip hop records. So and then like... blackish in yeah. his own movie.
0: Right. Anyway, David Diggs. Uh, he doesn't need tangent. art. Yeah. But yeah, so so. What I was trying to get at was the idea that, like, I think that there is, just because she's depressed doesn't mean that she doesn't have toxic behavior, and I think part of that toxic behavior is kind of, like, she's diminishing, or she's kind of taking away from her sister's experience, where, like, she, her trauma doesn't weigh on her the way it did on Alma, right? which is, and for her to kind of, like, not force her, but, like, try to get her to realize that seems like a like a toxic way to go about that sure because i don't know i I think that she in in her search to kind of like i don't know exist or like trying to find out who she is establish herself i think she's doing it very messily but i think that's kind of like where the show works best because i think that that's kind of what uh bob Wattsburg yeah, works at best. I mean, he knows how to deal with like mental illness and like awful people, but right. like awful people who they're not completely awful. Like they still have well, they're like, human. humanity to them. exactly. You know,
1: the BoJack stuff is a great example, and maybe just because I'm watching this show a lot and I know you are too, it it kind of reminds me of like you know the Watchmen characters mm. too. So. Well.
0: I I, so the the when I brought up the whole like understanding yourself through family yeah that's that's what Watchmen's about yeah the whole entire thing is about understanding for them it's more about race it's about understanding the legacies of race in the U S and how that relates to I don't know vigilanteism whatever but this one seems a little more I don't know like personal but there I do see a through line between them yeah
1: well. I mean, Alma can be a Watchman. As far as I'm
0: concerned, she's sure. like,
1: she's like deal. She's got the weight of the world on her shoulders. In that respect, you oh, know?
0: so it's, I mean, there are a lot of similarities. Yeah, that, like they're both about women. They're both about understanding yourself. Yeah, um, it's messy. But I think sometimes. Angela in the in Watchman is very like
1: Regina King's character. Yeah, yeah,
0: she's very like hardened. Like she's very stoic. She does yeah. not show any sense. She's of already kind
1: of built the wall around her. Yeah. Whereas Alma's kind of in the process of building it, and it keeps crumbling down.
0: Yeah. She she kind of like another border metaphor, right? Yeah. There, she's Florida. very she's very in tune with her emotions and the right. way that she kind of like brings them out into the world. And
1: she's sarcastic about it too. She yes. like makes a joke about it. Yeah. Dark humor.
0: Yeah. Very nice. It's
1: part of her charm. Yeah, I think Even so, her, too. her man's like, oh, you're funny, you know? But then...
0: <laughs> but I think one of the things that we haven't talked about yeah. is that part of the relationship that... Or part of her, like, angst stems from her ideas of success and, like, how she sees... Not success or, like, kind of... Maybe not success, but, like, markers of, like, what... Normalcy is, or you know, because like she, she's kind of attacking her sister's yeah path, as you mentioned of like traditional marriage, kids, whatever, and she's very like anti that yeah, and she's disillusioned with her job right, she's like disillusioned with everything yeah, and I think part of it is she she has no fulfillment um yeah that's true and I think
1: you see that in the scenes from her job and stuff like that yes yeah
0: so how do you think that this show deals with the idea of, like, success in, like, people in their late 20s, 30s, early 40s kind of thing. Oh, shit, man. I don't know, man. I
1: feel like I'm going through it (laughs) right now. (laughs) So it's hard for me to say. But do you feel Uh, like the show nails it? Yeah, to a certain extent. Okay. I I, I do. I do. But uh, it's like, to a certain extent... I've seen it done before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, of course. So it's like, I don't know... Is it effective because it's portrayed well? Or is it effective because I can identify with it?
0: But it's also to think about The Medium, which is an animated show. Yeah. Which is... There's only... Probably only one more like this, which is probably BoJack. Yeah. But like, this one... I mean, do you feel like this is picking up at some places where Bojack couldn't? Oh, is yeah. Because I think both of those shows are obsessed with... It's either status or success. Yeah. And how that... I mean, this one seems less so, where it's like status isn't central to the character. Where right. Where like Bojack, it was his profession. That was who he was. Yeah. But this one is more about, like, how those things affect her Yeah, personally. Yeah.
1: Well, I think Bojack is, like... Bojack has set itself up to be more slapsticky yeah. too, as well. Like, True, his characters a like Todd, who's basically there for comic relief. Yeah. You know, I mean, maybe not a hundred percent of the time, but well, started but like kind of out that ninety-nine percent wacky. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, he's he's definitely had his his, his deeper plot sure. points too, as well, which are great. I mean, yeah. Todd's is one of my favorite characters for sure. But uh, but this one, I feel like, is uh, takes itself. Uh, it's it takes its time to sort of ruminate on the emotions. Mm-hmm. It's not afraid to be vulnerable. Not, so is which that,
0: neither is, neither is BoJack either, but but does that work better for this than it did for BoJack? I think it's just different, mm-hmm. you know. How so? Uh,
1: I guess it's about the expectation, you know, because it's like I don't know if anybody was expecting that from BoJack when it mm-hmm. first started.
0: No, I don't think you anybody know. Was. Because was this just supposed one, to comment on. Like, this
1: one's called "Undone," you know. Yeah. So it's like maybe there's a little more of an expectation involved. But I, I didn't really think about it like that, you know. When I, when I watched
0: it, I was just like, "Oh, okay." Like, does it take itself too seriously to a fault? Undone, I mean. Yeah. No, I know. I know.
1: There's. Might be some points for that. Yeah. I don't know. Not in this first episode. Okay. But, but you could say the same thing for Alma too. You know?
0: She does take herself really seriously. Yeah. She does. But she doesn't take anyone else seriously.
1: Yeah. 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 But I, I think there are,
0: I think there are some issues plot wise as far as that goes. See, cause I feel like what a show like this offers to, uh, Bob Watts, Wattsburg, yeah, is he's able to play um, with those human emotions that he deals with in BoJack Uh a lot more. I don't want to say honestly, succinctly, maybe more earnestly, or like without the expectation that's going to be undercut by a joke, right? Which isn't to say that, like, that doesn't help BoJack because I think that's where it flourishes a lot of the time is like that levity is much needed right in those situations but i think this show has levity more in like character conversations than yeah. it does like situations necessarily sure um and i think that kind of that element of like sincerity is interesting to see from him because we already know he he has right he can he can do that yeah and to see it kind of mixed in this story yeah I don't know. To me, it really worked because yeah. it's it was dealing with the same issues of like mental health, but yeah, I don't know, it was more compelling in some ways because it wasn't about how like well, he's a piece of shit.
1: Yeah. That. Well. That, okay. So like, with BoJack, it'll explore these deeper human issues and all that, right? And then, and then it'll cut to a joke. Yeah. Essentially, you know, you know, his pants will fall down For or it. something, you know. It kind of reminds me of stuff like on The Simpsons, you know, yeah. at, at a certain point. That's not going to happen in Undone, no. you know? It's like, it's one coherent yeah. thought. It's like a, it's a drama.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But I, what I am glad to see is that animation or adult animation, yeah. particularly, is being taken seriously as a medium. Right. Because I think the biggest issue for stuff like that is that there just isn't any funding like people just don't want to. F- like I mean, even he had trouble with it. Like really? him and Lisa Hanawalt yeah. put out, you know, Tuka and Birdie. Yeah, and it was it was pretty like critically revered. Like people liked sure. it. Sure, but they didn't even want to give him a second season. Yeah, and he talks about in this interview how like when he was doing the first season, because Netflix was so new, they were just like, you know, we're we're you don't have an audience yet. Yeah, but we're gonna give you time to build one. Yeah, and they didn't even let them do that for right took and birdie so i think well and
1: then i think he's saying something similar now that because i think i don't know if this is the last season of bojack or or uh yeah
0: this is like 1.5 yeah
1: yeah it's like or and he's one. kind of coming out and criticizing the netflix model now it's yeah. like you know
0: i mean yeah he essentially just went to one of their competitors to make something else sure but yeah i mean i think but the lot what of this show represents right. for me it's taking, because I'm a big animation fan. Right. And it's taking animation, treating it with, like, the reverence and kind of, like, seriousness that it can have. Yeah. I'm all for jokes, and I love Rick and Morty. For sure. And I even like Sausage Party. Yeah. But I, I, I like to see stuff like this because it's it's hard to, for me, the, the, the stuff that was, like, sincere like this in terms of animation. Yeah. It's usually anime. Yeah. So to see it. Like Americans try to do it. Like people you know, like yeah. he's essentially a TV auteur. True. Taking his hand at it. And, and I'm glad th- you made the Rick and Morty thing, because I actually
1: think there's some of that happening in this show too. Again, maybe not the first episode, but there's like some like time travel multidimensional stuff. Like I I've heard it described as a sci fi show too mm. as well. Which doesn't really like become apparent in the first episode it's like soft sci-fi or what? yeah perhaps perhaps you know
0: i mean I, that, I think that's what the good place is yeah soft sci-fi yeah yeah like it has some elements but not super yeah crazy. but
1: yeah i don't know though if i would put the two in the same category though because it's like the good place is so cheery mm. you know oh yeah where for this sure. pla- this one i like mean i love sure. a good place don't get me wrong yeah this one goes to some darker places yeah you know Sort of like Rick and Morty does. Yeah,
0: yeah. So I, I mean, I think the stuff that didn't work for me, yeah, was some of the the dialogue jokes kind of shit, like the whole bit about like costume parties. It right. worked for me eventually because they had like, they were like, "This is going to be an important yeah thing that they care about, the characters care about." Right. But initially, I was something about the dialogue felt a little off to me. I don't know if it was animation. I sure. don't know. But like it, it didn't feel completely like there. A pacing thing. I think I just had to get used to it. Oh yeah. So once I started getting used to it, I was like, okay, I'm in. Yeah. But I could see that. At first, it was hard for me to get used to. I don't know, like the world, maybe the gotcha. characters. Yeah. And that that like that was that was a little, kind of like I had to readjust for the show. Right. Whereas I thought it was gonna. I didn't. I had no expectations for it. Sure. I hadn't seen the trailer or anything, so. Right. That was probably my biggest fault. What about you? Did you have any issues that stood out to you?
1: I could see a little bit of that, too. I think there were probably some moments like that. I think it's a pacing, you know. Yeah. As far as dialogue goes. I think
0: also the animation might throw off the pacing for me a little bit.
1: Yeah, no. Definitely. Definitely. But you get used to it.
0: But I dig it. I really dig the animation. Yeah.
1: and The episodes are short, so it's like the more you watch them, you can kind of fall into it. Yeah. And then, especially when it gets into like the more like surreal elements too, I actually feel like the rotoscope stuff actually works to its benefit in that sense. Okay, but that's not that's separate from dialogue, yeah. obviously. The I, the show is really ambitious, though. Like, yeah, I think so too. There's like it, it's all encompassing, you know.
0: I think it's ambitious in the same way that it's BoJack like, was. The
1: other thing we haven't even talked about, it, and they make very f- small reference to it, but they do bring it up in the in the later episodes is it um she's
0: deaf. Yeah, no no, in the first yeah. episode you get that. Yeah, yeah. She takes off her, her right,
1: dream. right, right. But they explore it more, you know. Uh so it's like there's this whole like deaf community aspect on top of all this other yeah. stuff too. And it's like damn, like they Well, didn't... she's not deaf. She just has a hearing issue cuz she No, she no, no. she hear, right? she was born deaf. Oh, really? She was born deaf and then she gets the the, the colloquial hair. ear implant and oh. um she had to learn how to talk.
0: Oh yeah, okay. Yeah.
1: This is like way later in the in the uh in the episodes, but,
0: uh, hmm. but See uh, I, I like when shows I think one of the best representations of like like being deaf deaf Yeah is uh Babel. The the movie Inarrito movie. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Where she like goes to the, the club and like you see the difference between like the people partying and like her just yeah. silence. Yeah. That to me is like a powerful way to deal with like that instead of like doing that mute movie where like right. the disability plays into the story in like yeah. a really stupid way.
1: Yeah. No, there's definitely, uh, there's definitely some of that yeah. also too, as well. The, the duality. Yeah. You know?
0: I wonder how much of like the two, like, uh, Watts, Wattsburg and Kate Purdy. Yeah, like what comes from each kind of I thing. Think you know, Cause the like,
1: deaf stuff comes from Purdy because I think she did some work with them. So to she, me, she worked in a deaf community okay, like, as a teacher okay. or something, and she wanted to include that element in it.
0: For me, the this is all speculation. Sure, what people like identify as like what they like about it is the way that oh, like women are treated and the way women are are written. Right. I feel like part of that in at least in undone comes from her, and like the way not to say that he doesn't know how to deal with women right, and then like the mental health stuff and like the way that you deal with like those emotions, yeah, it felt like a good marriage to me, yeah, in the first episode, like, yeah, they were both bringing elements that they were strong at and combining them, yeah, um almost
1: definitely a strong character yeah. like despite all of her kind of loose character misgivings. She's, you know, she's a badass bitch, you know? Yeah. So. Okay. Um, cool, man. And we much... didn't even mention the fact that Alma means soul, right? In, in Spanish.
0: Yeah, that's true. Right? Yeah.
1: So I, 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 I imagine that's an intentional aspect to yeah. too, as well.
0: I always forget that, like, people do stuff like that where, like, they'll include a, a tidbit of, like, Spanish. Yeah. And then, like well again people it, will constantly translate for you i'm like oh yeah i guess that's because you yeah. know you speak it and you don't even think about it after yeah a while. yeah but yeah that is true
1: yeah well again it could go back to the kind of you know border identity thing yeah. too as well
0: el, el camino did it recently too oh really well yeah i mean the it's called el camino yeah and part, I mean, part of it is it's about, a road like, movie the yeah. Path. yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah it's true
0: But I never think about that kind of shit. It's just like like an an inconspicuous thing. Which,
1: again, takes place in Arizona. So it's, again, how we...
0: Are we starting to see a lot of like... Is Texas part of the Southwest? Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. It is. I mean, in a lot of sense, it's, it's central to the Southwest.
0: I wonder if we're gonna get more like Southwest. If if this is like the mark of like, well, so what? Breaking I, what I was gonna
1: point out uh, in the link later thing is that I'm pretty he's sure, yeah, and I, I'm pretty sure Waking Life takes place in Texas also.
0: Well, all that fool's shit takes place in yeah. Texas. Yeah, because
1: Alex Jones is in Waking Life. Yeah, and he's a Texas guy also. Is he really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. You can see the you can see uh, his clip online. He's only in it for like. Three seconds.
0: Please. Is it like a pro Alex Jones thing?
1: No, and I don't think he was really like to the point where he was uh, where he is now. You know, yeah. He's just check it out. Mm. Check it out. You know, I'm, always I'm obviously not I'm always, advocating for Alex Jones. Yeah,
0: I was. I'm always interested not to compare Alex Jones between to to, to the one I'm the example I'm going to bring up. But uh-huh. I'm always interested when like cultural figures are in movies that we watch and didn't realize it. Yeah, like uh, Pee Wee Herman. No. no, uh, <laughs> Colonel, uh, is it Colonel Dr. West? Is it Colonel West? Cornel the, West. Cornell West. Yeah. The, he was in the fucking matrix. Oh, he was? <laughs> yes. He's one of like the people in Zion. I'm not surprised. And it's just like, shit like that is always hilarious. Yeah. So I'm like, they'll take...
1: Well, the, the Wachowskis, they're, they're, they're weird like that, you know? Yeah. Like, get well, down. they're,
0: I don't, that's, a, that's one of those things where like... The sequels, at least for the Matrix, yeah, it's such an. I don't think I've seen. It's such a huge fucking like thing that they try to do. Like they everything they try to do is swing. huge. They took a big swing at what they did, and like if you much read, like
1: Linklater does sometimes.
0: Yeah, but also he's kind of comfortable in some of the stuff he does. Yeah, like he. I don't think he's ever ventured out of like.
1: Boyhood was a pretty big swing. Yes, but Waking Life was is still, a pretty big swing.
0: It was still very much like a Linklater movie. Sure. But I love Boyhood. Yeah. And I love... I mean... But like... Okay. Well, the Wachowski so movies like, are
1: big swings. They're still Wachowski movies. Yeah.
0: But they're Cloud always Atlas. different from the rest of them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. like, they, none of them feel like this, the same sure. concept kind of thing. Yeah. Whereas like Link later... I mean, he made uh, Days and Confuse and then he made Everything... Everybody Wants Some. Yeah. yeah. Which was Which good. Which wasn't bad. Yeah. But felt like... But he he, to, he did that though he knew he said yeah.
1: that it was a spiritual. Uh, don't get me. I'm successor. Not,
0: I'm not shitting Link later. I think he's one of the most underrated for sure. You think so? Yeah. I don't know if he's. He underrated. doesn't get. He doesn't get that much shine the way other people do. Yeah. He he's constantly pumping out good movies. Yeah. Anyway, That's all true. right. So let's rate this real quick. Okay. So, what would you give it on a scale of to one to five? Broken TVs. I think I'm
1: gonna go. 4.2 okay 4.25 excuse me 4.25
0: why not five
1: because kind of what we were talking about before there were some plot issues and again maybe maybe I'm being unfair because I'm, I'm, I'm I've watched the whole thing at this mm-hmm. point but I feel like that there was I feel like it I I think if anything it might have been too ambitious you know in the first episode in, in some in some senses yeah you know. Um, and then the pacing thing too as well and then the other thing I keep going back to is and, and maybe I'm jumping the gun on this a little bit but uh, it's they said there will be a second season but it's like does there need to be one? I don't know I don't know you know
0: interesting um, oh so they got renewed yeah okay yeah gotcha. I,
1: I, I think it did I'm not totally sure
0: okay don't quote me on that yeah um for me i'd, I'd say Sorry, i jumped around on that one i think bit. for for me because it was good okay. i like the concept i like what they're going for i think the first episode pretty much gave you a sense of the characters maybe not a sense of the plot yet because it seems like the mystery is brewing still but yeah i mean i'm I'm in i, I like it i like what they're what they're putting out and yeah i mean i like bojack a lot <laughs> so yeah. i'll watch anything he does after for that. sure same same so how long do you think it'll go for?
1: Undone or how long do I think Undone will go? I mean if maybe 3 seasons. I don't know. I don't know. I'd be ter- I'd be perfectly content of it if it if this was the one season.
0: I wonder how much I think that I <laughs> suffer animation cuz I always and I'm always always the conservative one for right. predictions. Sure. I don't think it'll go that long, maybe two seasons. Yeah, Th- I said that's three. Fair, but so. I don't know. I don't know what Amazon's like model is yet. I don't know. They've if they had know either. some hits for sure. Like they've had success, and uh, transplant. I mean, Transparent was like their big hit until it wasn't. Yeah, I heard that
1: one really fizzled out.
0: Yeah, but I watched. I mean, it. We know why though. Yeah, it yeah. was. It was, a, it was kind of at the top when sure. it started to fizzle out.
1: And they got Maisel too, right?
0: Yeah, now they have Maisel, which is like their bread and butter now. Yeah. But this is interesting for them because it's their first animation. So I could see if if it if it does well. I don't think that many people watched it though. No. I th- it, got, it was critically loved, but I don't think that many. You're people. the only
1: person I know who's watched it, <laughs> and I think I told you to watch yeah, it. So that's true.
0: So I don't know. I, I I'd say.
1: So thank you for taking my recommendation. Two
0: seasons. I always take your recommendation. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I Appreciate that.
1: So two seasons Tell my is what I'm wife. Going with. No,
0: I'm just kidding. What are you? You're going to go three? Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, I could see it going for three.
0: Yeah. But you don't want it to.
1: I, I, Again, I mean, again, I've seen the whole thing. So I would be curious to see where they take it from mm. there. But without spoiling anything, it is sort of an ambiguous ending. So.
0: Yeah, because right now, based on the first episode, it seems like a contained story to me. Yeah. But I it goes watch in the rest. so many crazy directions. Okay. So. Cool.
1: It's like I can't even get it. It yeah. would take forever. I'm excited. It would take the duration of this podcast for me to okay. explain the whole thing. Alright, cool.
0: So Alright, well, that's all. That's okay. all I got. Sounds good. Thanks for listening.
1: Thanks for having me. Richard Raiders. Parks. Come on this show, goddammit. Thank
0: you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming on again. Thanks to Mr. Kitty. What's, what's his Mars. Name? Mars. Thanks After Veronica Mars. I'll see you. True story. All right. I'll see you for the next one.
1: Peace. Peace.